0: Hi, everyone. Joy here. Today, I have a very exciting guest on the podcast show. His name is Matthew, and he's an author, and his new book is called Quiet Mind, Epic Life. I'm very excited to have Matthew on the show. Uh, He's also an executive life coach and a spiritual teacher. Um, He's got many, many years experience. I think it's about 26 years, if I'm correct, Matthew, and uh, he is just the... a source of information and i know definitely that he will help us a lot in this podcast episode with covering a lot of questions that a lot of people have hi there my name is joy nicholson i'm an entrepreneur digital marketer coach and mentor i've been diving in deep for the last year to discover what it really takes to be an entrepreneur not just the fluff that you see on the outside when you see people that are already successful but what it takes behind the scenes to become successful what i discovered was mind-blowing millionaires think differently they have unique habits focus discipline and so much more follow along in this podcast where i'll be sharing my journey the journey of other entrepreneurs what makes them successful but most importantly what can make you successful hi matthew how are you doing
1: hello joy and i'm excited to see if we can uplift inspire and empower all of your entrepreneur listeners out there to get out there and quiet their mind and and live an epic life
0: Yes, exactly. And I'm very excited, so thank you so much for agreeing to come onto the podcast episode, because it's been um, you're exactly the type of person that I need to interview for my audience. Can you please tell people a little bit about you, you know, your background, How did you get into all of this? And yeah?
1: Sure thing. Uh, well, I will say that early on in my life, uh, about nine years old, I was starting to have these experiences where I felt like I was floating above my body, and I didn't know what it was. Uh, But Mm -hmm. it it felt so amazing, so extraordinary. Uh, There was so much peace that I have devoted my life to figuring out how to get back to that place again, and then ultimately come up with a system to help people to get there themselves. And along the way, I started working for my father, who... Turned out to be the number one real estate agent trainer in the world at that time. His name is Mike Ferry, and he exposed me to everything under the sun. He exposed me to all of his mentors, and, uh, and I learned how to be an entrepreneur, how to be a salesperson, how to be a marketer. I learned, how, I learned all of these tactics in being an effective business person. But in the background, I was working on getting back to that. Quiet mind, that blissful, peaceful state—it never left me. That idea just always stuck with me. And at about 36 years old, I'm today. I'm uh, 52 at this moment, but at about 36 years old, I figured out how to get my mind to go completely quiet again, and uh, everything has been accelerating since then. And and it is the—it's the, my true joy to help people to experience it.
0: Yeah. Wow. Being an entrepreneur, I know firsthand how your mind just can't go. You know, it's really hard to quiet it. And um, I'm actually trying to get my, my students, because I teach people um, basically just online digital marketing skills. And one of the things that I teach them is just to go for a walk and just, you know, just to let go of things. That's my number one thing I say to them, because sometimes they find it hard to sit and meditate. Uh, so that was my question for you today. So what is a quiet mind, and why is it important that you have a quiet
1: mind? Uh, I think it's really, really important, and meditation is one tool. Uh, walking is another one uh, yes. but when you when you have a quiet mind and you're in the present moment, that really means that you're free from stress and worry and concern, and that's a big deal. Yes. Uh, you know, I live in America, and it, uh, according to the American Institute of Stress, 73% of Americans say they deal with psychological stress on a regular basis. At wow. the time of this recording, you and I are, are uh, in the middle of a, a world financial crisis, and I suspect mm-hmm. that we're experiencing, uh, people are having a lot more stress, and that's bad news for an entrepreneur. Because when you are stressed, you make bad decisions. You don't see things clearly. You're not easy to be around. Your, your creativity is diminished. Your energy is zapped. Yeah. And if you want to achieve your goals, you want to live an epic life, you really have to practice having the best version of yourself influence every aspect of your life. And, and the good news is anybody can learn how to quiet their mind. It's a skill that they can develop. I completely
0: agree with you. It's just, and it's forming those habits and it's crucial. It really, really is crucial. So um, are a quiet mind and an uh, an enlightened state at the same time?
1: Well, they are, so they traditionally, one thinks of a quiet mind state as an enlightened state. Yes. And for most people, um, they think enlightenment, first of all, why do I care? Uh, or they think that seems impossible. That's you know that's uh, some rarefied state for a special few mm-hmm. to achieve, mm-hmm. but not me. Yes, uh, but that's not the case at all. It's actually very attainable. It's very practical, and my students are living proof of that. That anybody can live in a state of of oneness and peace, mm-hmm. while simultaneously living in a life of chaos and, and insanity. And, and you, you let's just be honest. Life is so much better when you're at peace with things like the political climate, the future of your nation, your money, your health, yes. your kids, your marriage, your retirement. Life is so much better yes. when you are at peace. A quiet mind is extremely practical. It's very, it, it helps you to deal with everyone and everything in your life in a much more methodical way. Peaceful, open state, and peace of mind is a natural result of enlightenment. Now, in my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life, I don't know, I don't know if we're recording video or not, but that's what that's what my book looks like. Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Yes, I talk about this idea that enlightenment joy is not a place, it's not a destination. You're not gonna, you're not gonna get to enlightenment. Enlightenment is nothing more than a very empowering framework that you see life through. Now, I define enlightenment as the recognition that the source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything, that essentially we're just all one thing expressing mm-hmm. itself with infinite variety. If we look at it from a, from a pseudoscience standpoint, if you just think about the quantum field, mm-hmm. there's 32 subatomic particles, they're self-assembling into everything. It's crazy. Everything you are, everything I am, everything we see and experience is that. And when you practice that perspective, there's nothing to fear. There's nowhere to go. You aren't on the hook for anything. And in essence, you admit that you don't matter. What you do doesn't matter. And that gives you a tremendous amount of power Mm -hmm. because now your obligation and your guilt disappears and you can operate from a, from a, an integrist place where you're operating with integrity, practicality, and personal power. It's really cool.
0: Wow, that is like such a unique way to look at it. I've never thought of it that way. <laughs> we are only really just beings, right? It's um, that wants to make eventually an impact. Well, not some of us. <laughs> uh, so how long did it take you to? to get into this process of quieting? Cause obviously now you've perfected it over the years, but when you started out, how long did it take you to quiet your mind?
1: Well, you know, it's an interesting question. I, I think for me, it took my entire life, uh, but yeah. I didn't know that I was trying to quiet my mind in, in, in my teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just drinking and doing drugs and playing rock and roll and uh, you know, trying to be a big shot and mm-hmm. that didn't work. Uh, and in my 20s, I was trying to be a success and, and, you know, gather up money and blah, blah, blah. And that didn't work. Uh, and it really wasn't until my 30s that I really began to examine what is going on here because I'd been searching and searching for that quiet mind state. I didn't know that that's what I was searching for. Mm-hmm. And at age 36, my mind went quiet, as in, like, it didn't start talking again. Now, I will say it was probably about 50% then, oh. uh, but it has gotten progressive to maybe about 95% of the time. I don't have negative thoughts. I don't have my mind bothering me. I'm not getting unwanted chatter from what I call the drunk monkey in your head. Okay. Uh, and for me, I developed a process. Mm-hmm. It's called the rapid enlightenment process. And it's something that I, I'm i really dedicated to helping people go through because it's a proven four-step process to get the mind to quiet down. Yeah, yes. To stop worrying, to stop stressing out, so you can focus on taking action on, on the things that matter while being totally at peace with exactly the way that life is. Life doesn't need to change, and you can be <laughs> completely at peace. Yes.
0: How, how would you explain? Okay, so I'm assuming you're talking about the drunk monkey in your book. Um, How does, how does that work? Like if you, if you say you're in a drunk monkey state of mind, how, what is that? What is that feeling that you have then?
1: That's a really good question. So I would actually back up and say uh, that um, the rapid enlightenment process has four Mm -hmm. steps to it. And the first step is the one you're talking about, which is you have to see Mm -hmm. that your mind, that chatter, that unwanted chatter, that uninvited, Uh, commentary, that Mm -hmm. judging, assessing, evaluating, looking Mm -hmm. down the road. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. What are we going to do? Always planning, 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 planning. Your mind is not your friend. It doesn't care about you. It doesn't care about your well-being. Your mind is a survival system. Mm -hmm. Its job is to essentially assess and understand and guide you Mm -hmm. towards things that are sustaining or pleasurable or away from things that are destructive or or negative Mm -hmm. and i call all of that unwanted chatter the drunk monkey and the drunk monkey has uh uh, these tactics that it uses and if you if you are able to observe the drunk monkey in your day-to-day life you can see the drunk monkey is trying to hold people accountable to agreements they didn't make it's trying to uh, be popular. It's trying to look good, be smart. It's trying to avoid failure. It's trying to gather up as many resources as possible. And if you can start to see the motivation behind the drunk monkey, yeah. then you can remove the motivation and then suddenly it stops talking. That's actually step two in the process, seeing wow. yeah. the 10 hidden motives to survive.
0: That's a really interesting way to, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I never thought of it being like a drunk monkey state, but the why did you explain it? That definitely makes complete
1: sense. It's always well, good to can just- I, Can I away. just give you the, the, you know, here's the 20 second back channel yes. on how yes. it turned out to be the drunk monkey. When I was, when I was 21, I was studying um, this man, Jose Silva's work, and he mm-hmm. mentioned the monkey mind. Okay. But I was twenty-one, I was like partying my ass off and I was crazy. <laughs> and I was, you know, I I was like I thought, you know what? My mind's not a normal monkey. No. <laughs> my mind is my mind's wasted. My mind is smashed. My mind is drunk out of its mind. And I started calling it the drunk monkey, which uh was in that was improper. English. It should have been the Drunken Monkey, uh, but it was too late. I told too many people about the Drunk Monkey, and it has stuck ever since. It's been, you know, it's been with me now for coming up on 30 years.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's a cool story. I love that <laughs> T- proper teenage teenage years and it influenced your life at the end of it all. You know, the positive things we are now. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so as I understand, many of your clients are on Wall Street. So how are they using the Rapid Enlightenment process uh, to their advantage?
1: It's a really good question. You know, right now on Wall Street there is uh, essentially pandemonium. People are are losing everything right now as the market is crashing, 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 crashing. At least at the time of this recording. Uh, we're in the middle of uh, of um, the coronavirus pandemic, and uh, most people would think that my clients are stressed out, freaked out, and going crazy. But it's the exact opposite. Without this training, they would be, but utilizing the rapid enlightenment process, they're able to stay in a peaceful state because logic is the foundation. Mm. Logic is the foundation for creating a profitable investment. So if you want to invest well, you have to actually stay emotionally detached and in a mm-hmm. logical state. And emotion will blind you from your logic. Emotion will, mm-hmm. will actually keep you from seeing what's, at, what's happening. And, uh, and emotions are essentially one of the body's survival tools. Mm-hmm. So as you begin to see yourself as an infinite being, mm-hmm. Not because you know, but just because you practice that idea. Mm -hmm. As you start to recognize that the source of life for you is the source of life for everyone and everything, just not because you know, but because it's a strengthening way to operate. Mm -hmm. As you do that, your emotions are diminished. Okay. Because your emotions create unwanted volatility. They create. They they pull you one way or the other. They mm-hmm. they distract you. They they tell you that that something is urgent when it's not. They tell you <laughs> that you should be afraid when there's nothing actually going on, and that massively increases your risk. You if you are emotional in mm-hmm. an investment business, you actually uh, you you create unwanted risk. So what I do is I teach executives, entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. CEOs. Mm-hmm how to quiet their mind in the middle of the volatility. No meditation required, right? You just, you are, you're in the middle of it all and you actually practice seeing the mind in a certain way that when you see it in that way, it stops talking and now logic, reason, and rational thinking are there mm-hmm. rather than being swept away in your emotions.
0: Wow, I never thought of it like that. It's my number one thing that I always go to to quiet my mind is meditation. So you obviously have a different way of approaching this.
1: Um, And I love meditation. I meditate every single day and am a huge proponent of it. I like to make meditations for my clients. Uh, I don't, I usually make my meditations about five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, our listener, if you want to go and, and get uh, my free meditations, mm-hmm. if you go to matthewferry.com forward slash app, APP, matthewferry.com forward slash app, you can mm-hmm. download my mobile app, and on there are my 10 hidden mode of meditations. They're five minutes each.
0: Nice. But
1: you can't meditate in the middle of your workday. You mm-hmm. can't meditate at the dinner table when your kids are having a meltdown. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you actually have to practice a skill set that creates a context Mm -hmm. for you to know that all is well Mm. and the moment you know all is well your mind has no need to talk your mind only talks when survival is present the only problem is being an entrepreneur is not a survival situation no But but (laughs) you talk to any entrepreneur and you say, do you have stress and anxiety and are you freaking out and is it volatile and are you you panicking and all of that? And they're going to say yes. And that's because they're accidentally using their mind in a situation where they need to quiet their mind. And if they would quiet their mind, then these incredible insights and this very logical, rational way of operating Mm -hmm. would come out and they would make much better decisions.
0: What is your number one tip then that you would give people aside from meditation then to quiet? this? So I say, uh, you know, you have a day and it's just frantic, you have people cancelling on you. We're in this time now. Um, I mean, this has been happening with me lately as well. You know, people cancelling left, right and center, they're stressed. They have to stay home with their children. Um, you know, it's just like this whole bad snowball effect. What is the number one thing then what people can do
1: aside from meditation to just get into a chill mode, I guess. I would say that the number one practice is to practice total and complete acceptance of all situations and recognize that the situations that you're in may be inconvenient and maybe they aren't what you want and maybe uh, they contradict your expectations, but Mm -hmm. none of those things are a threat. And the moment you accept something, it transforms. If you resist it, it persists. It stays Mm -hmm. with you. So, for example, I have a a group of entrepreneurs that I work with in my Ignite mastermind, and there's about 44 of us in the group. And today, all we did today was we just took the worst case scenario, like the worst possible thing that they think could happen out of this Mm -hmm. financial crisis that everybody is experiencing. Mm -hmm. And we went all the way down to the most negative, to the nastiest, most negative, terrible possible thing that could possibly happen. And they wrote it all out and then i took them through a process if that happens what will you do and then they made a plan if the negative happens they didn't make a plan to avoid the negative yeah they didn't resist the negative they said all right if the negative happens here's what i'm going to do now the moment you do that your entire system goes oh, okay That's. And like now awesome. now you're free now you open mm-hmm. up and so at a very basic level like a uh on the fly level what you do is you practice accepting the situation exactly as it is you accept that oh my expectations were broken oh i i have a preference and my preference didn't get met oh i there was a i had an attachment to some imaginary benefit that i was going to get out here and i'm but it was in my imagination and now i'm extrapolating because i didn't do this thing today i won 't get that imaginary benefit. I have an attachment, so i 'm just going to let that go and just accept that that imaginary benefit is not coming i 'm going to let it go and see what happens and when you go through that process, poof, all of a sudden you 're free it's, it's really delicious
0: it's actually quite incredible just just you know listening to what you 're saying and all my knowledge that I've pulled up over the last year it's just actually incredible how your mind can simply make life beautiful or destroy it for you. Um, it's, it's an incredible, incredible thing. Um, I want to ask you, so you obviously are b- very well aware of like your conscious and your subconscious mind and how does that work? Um, is that something that you dive into when you teach your students, you know, about quiet minds and calm mind and,
1: you know? Well, for years and years and years, uh, my mentors talked about the unconscious mind.
0: I've heard about that. And-
1: and i i searched and searched and searched and i try you know i did everything under the sun i did what all of our mentors told us to do i did affirmations and dream boards and visualizations and i've worked on i did healing the inner child and i'm just you name it i did it yes and then the drunk monkey would still come swinging out of the jungle and tell me that i was fat and that i was stupid and you know what i mean like what i there was i did all the work what happened the drunk monkey was still there right in my face immediately. The moment a survival situation occurred yes, or the moment there was some threat to me getting what I want, Mm. the drunk monkey was back, no matter how much I worked on my unconscious. Wow. And so for me, I had to, I had to find my own way. Okay. And ultimately I used a whole, um, a whole sort of hodgepodge of, of ideas and techniques, Mm -hmm. bolted them all together to discover, oh, wow. If you just go through these four steps. Yes. There's no need for you to worry about your unconscious mind. There's mm-hmm. no need to worry if the drunk monkey comes in and and mm-hmm. tries to sideswipe you. You mm-hmm. can very quickly get the mind to uh, go quiet again by mm-hmm. removing the motivation for the thinking in the first place.
0: Yes. That's, a, that's a definitely a different way to look at it. Um, yeah, because I'm... I'm like the same as you. I'm trained, you know. That's like your your subconscious and your conscious mind, and you know how they work together, and how you can train your subconscious mind to, you know, just like the way you talk to yourself and all of those things. So the way that you explain it definitely is um is those four steps secret or would you mind sharing them?
1: oh no gosh no i'm happy I'm happy to share those I, I want to share those with the world. I want to share them with as many people as possible They've made such a difference for me and and the people that I work with. so I told you the first two for step yes. one was to see that your mind is not your friend yes. that the drunk monkey is a survival machine mm-hmm. and it doesn't have your best interest in mind and If you can start to to see that mm-hmm. the talking in your head is a machine biological, mm-hmm. a biological machine mm-hmm. then You will stop listening to it so much and your stress will go way down. Mm -hmm. Step two, you got to recognize that the drunk monkey has a motivation and its motivation to judge you, to beat you up, to talk all the time, to -hmm. constantly spend its time pretending like it's psychic and it can tell what the future is and Mm -hmm. all the things that it does. It has these motivations and it turns out that it has 10 motivations. I'll hold up a little chart. This is in my book here. But these 10 motivations, Greed, grudge, hatred, victim, illogical rules, humble, traitor, pride, resistance, lazy. These are the 10 survival motives. Wow!
0: Okay. And
1: when one of those things is activated, your mind is talking. No amount of meditation is going to stop it, by the way. So if, you are, if you're stuck in a grudge, you might be able to meditate yourself out of it over time. But I mean, okay. if you know that it's a grudge, and then you go through the procedure to release it, well, then it's gone. Mm. No meditation required. Again, remember, I like meditation. I'm just saying that um, yes. the people that I have uh, had the privilege of coaching over the last 20 plus years, mm. uh, they didn't have time for meditation in the middle of their frantic day. So we had to figure out, well, what do you do now? Yes. Step three is to use something called enlightened perspectives, and in my book. Uh, Mm -hmm. Chapter 9 of my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life, I go through and I give you 35 enlightened perspectives that just practicing those perspectives. So it's Mm -hmm. not like an affirmation, right? An affirmation is like, I am powerful. Mm -hmm. There's a, a, that comes from a perspective. There's a perspective that's driving that language, I am powerful. Mm -hmm. What's the perspective and if you can adopt the perspective, the language will happen naturally. So you use the enlightened perspectives, and these perspectives essentially assume that all is well. That's what enlightenment is. Enlightenment is the recognition, ultimately, that all is well. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing going on here. Everything that you think is, that would be wrong is really just a perspective that you have. Yes. And so most of our perspectives assume that something is wrong and assume that something needs to be changed. And that's very practical if you're in a survival situation. It's just that being an entrepreneur is not a survival situation. It's a thriving situation. You're trying to create something. Yes. And then step four is Mm -hmm. to practice something called recontextualization. And that's the skill. Mm -hmm. of describing the conditions and circumstances of your life in a way that creates an empowering context. And that's really important because we actually, without even realizing it, Mm -hmm. use language patterns on a regular basis that create a framework that no matter what we do, we're a victim. It creates a framework where no matter what happens, Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that there won't be enough. We create a framework that's like, no matter what, I have to be humble, otherwise people are going to get mad that I'm too powerful. So we use language patterns that as we're saying the language, we create a prison for ourselves. Oh. So this, again, it's not affirmation. This is contextual yes. Yes. versus trying to program, right? Most affirmations will are programmatic. You're trying to program the mind to be something that it's not. The mind is not a thriving mm. Process The mind is a survival process. Yes. You actually have to transcend the mind. Yes. And that is my goal, is to assist people in transcending their mind altogether. So you got to see the drunk monkey, you have mm-hmm. to uh, release the hidden motives, you start mm-hmm. to practice enlightened perspectives, and then mm-hmm. you use recontextualization to shift your, your um, language patterns mm-hmm. to create a context that's empowering versus debilitating. Those are the four steps.
0: That's really, really cool. And I'm just thinking, like, I know so many friends um, and, you know, just followers that haven't started their entrepreneurial journey because there's, like, this big fear that's holding them back. And these four steps is exactly really what people need, even just to start their journey. So I would recommend Matthew's book. (laughs) Uh, So the title of your book, Escape the Status Quo, um, how did you come up with your title? What is the, you know, what was the reason that you created? Well, you know, named your book that.
1: Yes, yeah, so uh, the the full title is Quiet Mind Epic Life Escape the Status Quo and Experience Enlightened Prosperity Now. Mm-hmm. And what I found over the years, you know, I've 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 coached now we're uh, we got to be coming up on 10,000 people that I've coached over the last wow. 10 plus years. Well done. But in that process what I've seen is that there is a there is a status quo mm-hmm. that is survival based. So the status quo is you find a mate, you have babies, you save for retirement, mm-hmm. you get the babies launched, then you retire, and then you hopefully live a good life. And uh, and that particular status quo is bankrupt. And that status quo was really important when we were in a survival state, but we're not in a survival state now. Mm-mm. And so there's this status quo about how a man is supposed to be, how a woman's supposed to be, how, w- what is relationship supposed to be like? What are you supposed to do to make money? How are you supposed to operate in your work environment? Okay. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and what I found was those status quos actually mm-hmm. ensured that your mind bothered you and, Antagonized you and created anxiety and frustration and hopelessness and doubt and fear, and as I was working with my clients and myself, of course, mm-hmm. as I was working to overcome these things, I started to realize, wow, I actually have to take a contrarian point of view on almost everything to achieve enlightened prosperity. So think about it like this: when your mind goes quiet, mm-hmm. you enter into the the present moment. Mm-hmm. And you are overwhelmed by the, by the peace that all is well. It literally blows you away. When your mind first starts to go quiet, you could spend three or four months just blissed out of your mind. Wow, that's incredible. And you can't believe that you used to live with all of this fear and stress and anxiety and all of this uh, essentially bullshit yeah. that appears now in this quiet mind state as an illusion wow and that context right there causes you to ignite your inner resources you become more courageous and creative and direct empowered Mm -hmm. deliberate yeah and that increases your chances of doing well Mm -hmm. and so that's why i call it enlightened prosperity so i define enlightened as the context Mm -hmm. of knowing that all is well and i define prosperity from the latin root prosperous which means doing well so wow. when you're when you are escaping the status quo mm-hmm. you're escaping into a realm where you know that all is well and mm-hmm. that brings you peace and in that peaceful state you do well enlightened prosperity
0: that is incredible i have like it, it it almost sounds too good to be true but i completely believe you matthew <laughs> and it's
1: i just want you to know it's not like It's not like it happens overnight and it's not like it's magical. And, and, you know, the drunk monkey in your head is going to fight back. Mm -hmm. The people in your life are going to be pissed off that you're happy. (laughs) The (laughs) people in your life are going to think suddenly, I don't know. I don't know if I trust you anymore because you're not, you don't feel anything, right? There's a, there's a bunch of weird stuff that you do have to deal with when Mm -hmm. this happens. So it's not, it's not all rosy,
0: Exactly, but it is
1: extremely effective. And mm. it is a peaceful place, even though outside in the world, it may be pretty volatile. Wow.
0: You're blowing my mind with this interview. I'm almost like just quiet because <laughs> I'm absorbing everything that you're telling me. You've got such a completely different approach to everything that I have researched and you know spoken to people about. So this is, it's very, very informative. So thank you, Matthew. I really appreciate this interview. Mm. Okay. So let me dive in a little bit on the other side, um, you know, of the coin of where my podcast is, you know, aimed to the listeners. And that is like on a daily basis. One of my biggest thing, my, obviously my podcast is called unleash your focus and quieting your mind is obviously, you know, the best way to get focus, you know, in your day to day. So what would be your ritual for the day to then get into your, you know, your focus space and just do your work that you set out for yourself to do in the daytime?
1: Um, I would probably, so we're talking about just like a daily ritual to, to help our listener, like get into a quiet place. Is that what you're asking about?
0: Correct. Yes. And ob- okay.
1: obviously like, how do
0: you do it? You know, like what is your, your daily mo- method of operations to get yourself
1: there? Obviously I'm, yeah, sh- I'm assuming you don't need a lot of time For me practice. it's over, right? For, it's over for me. So I wish, um, uh, if I told you what I did, it wouldn't make any sense because I've been working on it now for, uh, you know, twelve, fifteen years, where my mind is first yeah. went quiet, and now I'm really trying to um, uh, just accelerate that. My mind doesn't mm-hmm. start talking unless I ask it to or focus on something. Wow. Uh, but but to get to that state, mm-hmm. uh, the first thing that I would recommend is that they uh, that they start off each day with one of my twenty three. Uh, daily practices. So it's about five minutes where I take them through recontextualization, okay. and we recontextualize the way that they're thinking mm-hmm. about their world. So, for example, um, if you want, I can read. Uh, I I have one pulled up. I can actually read a little bit of yeah, recontextualization yeah, that Alfred. helps people to get their mind in a good place right off the back. Can we do something mm-hmm.
0: like that? Yes, definitely. That Let's sounds amazing.
1: It. So, like this is practice uh, day four, and yeah. and. I asked them to stop holding people accountable to agreements that, that you, they never made. Mm-hmm. So you can't hold people accountable to agreements that they didn't make and still have a quiet mind because the contrast mm-hmm. and the uncertainty of people not doing what you expect will actually trigger the drunk monkey and it'll invade your mind share and rob you of peace. Wow. You have to recognize you're not the ruler of the universe. Mm-hmm. No one cares what you think. Your rules about how we're all supposed to operate are not the rules of life. Your rules are not the right ones. No one actually cares what you think. Today, just recognize that you have rules about how everyone is supposed to operate. No one knows what those rules are, so they contradict them. And then that creates agitation for you, which then triggers your mind and gets it to talk. Today, stop holding people accountable to rules that they never signed up for. So that kind of recontextualization if, so I have 23 of those that I I give to people. Yeah. And that kind of recontextualization each morning starts you off in a completely different way. Yeah. You now go into your world thinking more like, "Oh, wait a second. The only reason that I would be triggered or freaked out or upset or, or agitated or stressed, mm-hmm. is that that person didn't do what I, what I expected them to do. But who am I? Am I the ruler of the universe? No. Do I get to decide how people operate? No. Did they say they were going to operate the way that I wanted them to? No, they didn't. Huh. Maybe I should ask them how they want to operate. <laughs> Maybe we should see if we can find a mutual yeah. way that we can both operate effectively together. And mm-hmm. suddenly, relationships begin to function and work, which means that a big chunk of the stuff that stresses us out and freaks us out yes. starts to work. And now our mind doesn't have as much ammunition to talk. So I would start off each day with a recontextualization. Mm-hmm. I would also start off each day with a hidden motive release meditation. And again, they can just download, they, they can download yeah. my app for free. So as they go to MatthewFerry.com forward slash app, Yes. And, and sign up for my app. Then mm-hmm. every day you can do one of the 23 days and you mm-hmm. can do one of the hidden motive meditations. That mm-hmm. little practice right there will take you about 12 minutes. And in thing. those 12 minutes, you set yourself up mm-hmm. to be operating effectively all day.
0: That's awesome. We'll definitely also drop the link in the bottom of the podcast episode and on the YouTube video as well. So people can, you know, access that and definitely go. I would strongly recommend people doing this. It sounds amazing. Uh, so Matthew, your book, um, does it ship internationally? Because a lot of our listeners are international. And I know you're in America, does it ship internationally?
1: Yes, I believe so. Uh, you, you can get it through Amazon. So if you go to Amazon.com. Mm -hmm. and order it there i believe that they uh they are shipping it everywhere in the world okay that's. and they can also download the audiobook they can also um uh in my app the first six chapters are are there for you to read for free
0: that kind of thing that's amazing we'll definitely drop the link because i i honestly feel and you know people listening to the podcast they're listening to the podcast because of you know what the podcast is about you know unleashing your focus and just be more disciplined and you know all the beautiful things behind being an entrepreneur and you are I think number one (laughs) in the day that they should you know work on the things that you offer because that is exactly what people need I think in their daily lives being an entrepreneur as to you know start the day being on the right track and being quiet and not stressed and overwhelmed and especially now like I say with this coronavirus it's people are very very stressed and um, they, they, they focus on the stress and they're not focusing on the other, you know, the successful outcomes or the things that they, you know, they're basically focusing on things that they can't control, which is quite sad as well.
1: Well, as they practice the skill set yeah, that, that I teach people, and again, they can also just connect with my YouTube channel where I I give everything away for free. You can buy stuff from me, but I also just give everything away for free because I want people to have these skills. Yes. But as they progress in the skill set,
0: mm-hmm.
1: each of those steps that, that we talked about before, get your mind to go quieter mm-hmm. and quieter and quieter and you feel more and more peace and everything begins to feel like you're in this dream state. Everything feels more beautiful. That's amazing. Your fears and and your anxieties all this stuff that is plaguing you it be, literally begins to subside and fade away and you enter into a completely domain new domain of living it's extraordinary it's a highly highly recommended
0: yeah that is amazing Thank you Matthew I think I ran out of questions because you just answered everything that I had for you um, it is it has been so informative I really appreciate your time. Um, I am blown away. Like I have learned so much from you in this short little 40 minutes that we did. Um, And it's been absolutely wonderful. So I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. What we will do is we will drop the links on the bottom and people can then, you know, access Matthew's things. And like I said, I strongly recommend you guys to go to this because if anything, this should be the start of every day that you have going forward. Thank you, Matthew. I really, really appreciate your time. It has been lovely to meet you. And yes, and thank you for doing the great things that you do to helping so many people. That's absolutely extraordinary. Mm,
1: Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that everybody has a quiet mind and an epic life.
0: Thank you, Matthew. Cheers. (laughs)